Zod Nevada, and I'm Vanessa. And I'm Christelle. Like the champagne, but not near as classy. Oh, that's not true. Crystal is a uh, Christelle. 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 Yes. Crystal. 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 Whatever. Is uh <laughs> she she runs the Metamorphosis collection within Las Vegas Oddities and makes like badass bug jewelry and mounts and bone jewelry and all kinds of stuff. Lots of butterfly pretties. Lots of butterfly pretties. Yeah. I'm wearing some of them today. So I was talking to Crystal the other day and I discovered that we have something in common. We have both had psycho stalkers. We have. Um, mine is now up on, or has pled guilty to federal charges for interstate harassment and online cyberbullying. His name is Jason Christopher Hughes, and he's in the, he's being processed through the New York federal system. Like, this was an FBI bust. That's insane. Um, I was not one of the people that pled into it, but uh, my witness statement is being brought to uh, sentence him. Oh, well, at least you're safe now. You Ish. know, yeah. Ish. He's he's actually just on house arrest. That's it? Yeah, and he can only use the internet for work, quote, quote, quote. Yeah, sure. Who's watching that? Uh, the FBI. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Eve a couple years ago, we had to go down and, because uh, it's taken it's taken a decade. Um, we had, my husband and I went to the FBI office in Dallas off of Harry Hines and spent Christmas Eve giving testimony against this guy. That's yeah. scary. I mean, that's just frightening. It's scary. I mean, he's he's got me fired from jobs. Uh, you know, it's just, you, you do kind of like live in fear of these guys after a while because they just don't relent. And uh, I turned him down for a threesome. Yeah. Yeah. He broke his heart. Um, and this was all online. I have never met this person in person. And that's part of why it took over a decade is there's really poor cyber stalking laws in this country. Like, the police don't take you seriously. I had several tell me I should just stop using the internet. And I'm like, how do you even find a non-internet job without the internet? Well, and how do you run a business nowadays without the internet? Yeah, and it's, at the time I was doing web marketing. And... There was no way for me to, like, serve my clients and not use the internet because my job was all about how people use the internet. And I, I did do things to, like, kind of try to protect myself. And, you know, I, I got really lucky when this one cop in Austin, Texas, uh, I think his name was Spencer Chow, finally took some of this stuff seriously and started getting it together and realized that there were... There's probably less than 100, but more than 40 people this guy has serially harassed for at least five years. If not, some of them, it's like 20, 25. Um, so he got all the evidence together and tipped off one of his buddies at the FBI. And luckily, the FBI took this seriously. Right. And it all started with uh, somebody Jason pissed off. To this day, I still do not know who torched his car in Austin, Texas. And as soon as we found out that there was any kind of legal case against this guy, we started calling the poor fire marshal of Austin, who was about to retire and thought that this was just going to be like a quick, easy little, like, you know, somebody got mad and threw something at a car investigation. And he was bombarded with people like, 
hey, he's going to accuse me. Like, is there any way, like, you could talk to the cops and let them know, like, this guy's evil. He's a menace. He's a drug addict. He's blah, 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 blah. He's been making my life hell. And so then it went to the police. And then a year later, the police took it to the FBI. Um, The Dallas and the Houston and the Grand Rapids, Michigan police did not take me seriously. I, I just kind of repeatedly got well that's nice sweetheart what did you do wrong right of course it's always the woman's fault yeah no that's not even unique to like it's not unique to texas obviously it happened in michigan as well um i'm sure if it had happened here in vegas i'd have gotten the same thing absolutely yeah my cases end is you know drastic or dramatic or anything like that you cannot use names i am safe from slander and liable laws because he has pled guilty to his crimes Um, that it would not, you do not have that protection. No, I don't. Absolutely not. Um, and he is, you know, he is a public figure here in Las Vegas, so it's not, it, I don't want to put that out there, um, personally so with the name. So we've decided to name him Master Daddy. Yes. <laughs> Which is, I, I had some friends in Houston that used to have BDSM parties and one of them was like, oh, avoid this guy. He makes a sub calling Master Daddy, and it's so gross. So disgusting. <laughs> he was like, if if you could imagine, uh, what's his name? Uh, Will Rogers, uh, or Fred Rogers. I'm sorry, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers as a dominant. That was this guy. No, He's, no. Could you just get down on your knees and tell me you're a little whore? Oh, it's disgusting. And, yeah, so this guy is Master Daddy, or MD. Yes, MD. So I met MD while I was uh, working at an establishment, and we both worked there together. And um, he became infatuated with me and started... um, He started writing really dramatic posts on social media regarding his feelings and how in love with me he was and how I was just so beautiful and I was this muse and so you're you were a waitress yeah and he found you on social media I'm guessing and tagged you in this we worked in it we worked in the same establishment okay so you worked together we worked together yes. so you friended your co-worker thinking you're safe absolutely yeah. and you know trying to be like a nice social person who gets along with the work family I yeah. hate those words but that's what most places tell you they want so yeah. at first at, at first he seemed like a totally normal guy like they do and um so we befriended each other um I could tell that he was interested in me. We never dated. We never dated. And I never gave him the impression that there was ever going to be any kind of relationship or any kind of um, I'm sorry, if you're coupling. nice to most guys, they think you're flirting. Yeah. Yeah. It means I want the D. No. The only person in here who, like, is dying for the D is Puppernickel. <laughs> oh, Pup. Always lick the D, Puppernickel's <laughs> life philosophy. So, anyways, um, these posts started being made, and um, once he realized that I was not going to fulfill my end of the bargain, the posts ended up getting um, very sappy, you know, very heartbroken. Uh, (laughs) So, was he using your name in these? He was not. Okay. He was not. He was leaving it pretty anonymous. But Um, you still knew, like, it's about you. I knew it was about me. My coworkers knew it was about uh, me because he'd spoken to my coworkers about me. So it was it was obvious. It wasn't that I was trying to, you know, put that on myself. No, it was 
It was 100% So all you can do is just watch this train wreck happen. Because if you say anything, then you're a bitch. Uh, Well, and I was even pulled into the back office and talked to about it, saying that, you know, I need to not lead him on. I was was confronted with it like it was my fault. And it was not at all my fault. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, see, I had a a co-worker with Jason Christopher Hughes, the asshole stalker who fucked with a lot of people let me repeat that his name is jason christopher hughes and that he lives in staten island new york now but has lived in seattle washington and austin texas that's frightening it, i lived i used to live in seattle that's yeah scary. he would hang out by the university downtown oh, creepy um so he contacted i worked for a law firm and started accusing me of using lexus nexus to uh stalk him and his wife well first off the law firm didn't even use lexus nexus they used one of their competitors um that was that is local to dallas to officer rooters uh so that was total fabricated bullcrap i don't even know how you go about like identity fraud like he was claiming he would tell people i was stalking him using company resources and you know because he knew that like victim blaming is a thing Mm -hmm. and he just fully used it to his advantage and so like i had my boss call me in and be like why can't you make him stop like what are you doing to encourage this and i'm like i've told him repeatedly to stop i've given him case numbers for police and told them look they're investigating you and he always tells me it's fake and then just like worsens the harassment because i stood up for myself Uh and he got a response so like there's no stopping this guy i like even asked him i'm like what do you think i should do you're a lawyer tell me how do i make this stop yeah and he's like i don't know but you have to how do you make it stop you don't there's nothing it's yeah there wasn't if if there was something i could say or do that would have made that guy go away trust me when i say it would have happened so you're on fire your boss pulled you in and was like, why are you leading him on? Absolutely. You harlot. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm not. I said, we're not dating. I don't want to date him. Uh, we just work together. You know, it was, I was hoping for a real, what word am I looking for? Uh, Reconciliation? No, uh, 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 you know, just a, just a, an easy workspace, you know, or friendly, yeah. you know. Yeah, non-hostile workspace. Absolutely. Yeah, and you it know, sounds and like you like made it be... pretty hostile. Absolutely. And um, so, go through the story, you know, these posts are being made. Um, he has lots and lots of followers that fed into it and said, oh, these are these are so beautiful, the words you were writing, they're, they're uh, pretty, and uh, encouraged him to write a book. So he took all of these memes and these, or not memes, but um, things he was writing that he called poems and compiled them into a book and actually published it. And it is on Amazon and has sales and reviews and it's, I'm dedicated in the book. He sent me a signed copy of the book. Did you read it? I flipped through it. Yeah, flipped <laughs> I flipped through I, it. I quickly perused it, just enough to go vomit. I was just going to say, in between bathroom trips, yes, I did. If I ever got, you know, wanted to get sick, I would open it up and turn to the turn to the pages. But... So, so after, so 
how did this conclude? Like, it concluded with um, he was very n- not into some of the things that I was creating um, in my business, and so he would con- constantly uh, criticize that. He he didn't approve. He thought it was going to affect my my family and my son. And I pretty oh. much basically told him, "Listen, I'm a big girl. Um, I've done my due diligence in my business. Thank you. Goodbye." And then that was actually the last time I spoke with him, um, other than the the one time he actually came into the shop. Uh, did he know you were working here? He did not know I was working here. At least I assume he didn't know I was working here. The look on his face when he saw me uh, gave that <coughs> assumption. And um, so, are they going to come in or out? Like, what are? That is the question. Does she have a Slurpee? She could bring me. Oh, oh, the chickened out. They chickened out. They look like blonde horse ladies. <laughs> you know, like they're really into horses. Uh-huh. Like they, they have a Palomino named Fred. Well, she's carrying her boots. Aw, that's they're probably pink. gross. Hopefully you have other shoes on. Yeah, I hope. Oh, can you imagine walking on the sidewalk barefoot? No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just how you kick. So they're like interested in the product, but yeah, they're not. Kind of, they, I think they agreed this is too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the baby incubator was the final straw. Anyways, I, we probably don't miss you. Anyway, sorry, we were distracted by people out on the street. Easily happens. So this guy was in contact with you for a number of years, like a afterwards, couple, yeah. and you were in a relationship for a while when Absolutely. you yeah. cut him off. Uh-huh. I had just been divorced, um, and then I started seeing somebody, and he, um, he always told me that anybody that I date was never going to measure up to him. Um, he wanted to be my dom. He wanted me to be his uh, submissive and said that he could fix me by guiding me through various forms of torture and um, the punishment reward system and that it would really benefit me. And uh, I So did what needed fixing? All of this, I guess. All, all of, of... All of this. Uh... How do I portray I'm just, it? I'm just like, yeah, wiggly hands. No, I'm just trying to figure out, like, so would he tell you, like, such and such is wrong with you? Um, not so much that such and such was wrong with me. He would feed into my uh, emotional insecurities. Yeah. Uh, my low self-esteem, he definitely would cling onto that. And you Yeah, know. so this is, like, common abuser tactics. Yeah, sure. And it sounds like he's being psychologically abusive to try to pull you in and, uh, you know, further that and just make you completely dependent, which oh, is yeah. so sick. Yeah, absolutely. What's funny is Jason Christopher Hughes, the piece of shit that lives in Staten Island and that no one should ever hire because he's pled guilty to federal stalking charges. Um, it's so good to say that. <laughs> anyway, so I was having to pretend like this guy didn't exist forever and then just awkwardly have conversations with my employers or clients. In anyways, uh, he was really into BDSM. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, you know, he's married to a woman named, I think it's Amy Metzger or something like that. And, uh, she and him would have threesomes to create their spiritual parakeet because he thought budgies were holy and he was constantly looking for the left wing of his bird i always felt really sorry for his wife because it was just a whole bunch of like she was obviously not 
good enough for him, even though they are both, like, maybe a two or three on the sexy scale, <laughs> and pretty well matched in that regard and I'm not the prettiest woman on earth but I am significantly <laughs> higher than a two yeah absolutely yeah yes. and but yeah and it, he just he'd talk about like trying to get these women in these like when we were not at odds you know in these bondage relationships yeah. and it, it just once again seemed like a tool to keep women like lassoed to him he also would snap pornographic photos of anyone absolutely he yeah. slept with and just send them to people he thought might be interested in his dong like unsolicited which was funny when i started talking to the other people he was stalking and i'm all like so do you guys have the photos where he's getting fucked in the ass with a strap on because oh, i do he just sent me to those i did not ask for them i did not want them i just opened up my email and was like well how do you do that's gross i would get photos of um women MD. being hooked anally like with the big what um, the big stainless hooks so they that have really large balls on the end and so they would insert it into the anus and like tie it around the neck or tie it to a bridle or something of that nature um, I would get photos of uh, taint licking. Uh, so, what, like, men licking taints or women licking taints? Women licking a man's taint. And, okay. And he expressed that that is definitely something that would be required of me should I become his submissive. Okay. I mean, that is a, it is a very, like, if you want to explore a spot on the male body that is very sensitive and you know, would elicit some form of response. That would be the taint. I can yeah. see why a man is into that, but Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You would, and to repeat, you have not shown any interest in this man, nor have you led him on in any way. None. I never led on Jason Christopher Hughes, who lives in Staten Island, New York, in his in-law's apartment, because he apparently has some kind of online job who should fire him because he has been found guilty of federal stalking charges anyways oh i i have to admit we went we went out on a friendly i don't want i'm, I'm not even calling it a date because when when i accepted the offer to go out i explicitly said this is not a date we're going out as friends yeah and, and I'm it, betting this was the result of, like, ages of harassment to go on a date. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you just gave in to see if maybe that would make him relent a yeah. little bit. How did that go? Uh, the food was good. Where'd you go? Where did he take you? Uh, he took me to Lola's. Um, okay, yeah, he, that's a really nice Cajun restaurant oh, they're here in great. Vegas. Yes. Yeah, it's good. And, um, and we did the zombie burlesque show okay here in Vegas. were you supposed to you i guess so that was supposed to turn me zombie on. burlesque is okay but making dead butterfly wing jewelry is not okay yeah, it's not appropriate for my son okay yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean obviously he's a child rearing expert on top of being uh master daddy yeah he has no children yeah no children of course and uh i apparently his submissives are, are his children and it's his so Master Daddy was accidentally <laughs> accidentally appropriate because Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he picked me up at my front door. He dropped me off at my front door. He did not come into my house. And that was that. Closed the and door. you didn't let him kiss you. You didn't... <sighs> he used to always tell me that it was going to be him that I was going to end up with in the end. In the end, he would win and he would show me the world. 
he would always send me pictures of the moon. He says under the moon, oh, looking geez. at the moon, and oh, it makes geez. him think of me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I that's it's, so it's like gross. I just like that a waiter is going to show you the world. Yeah. What is he going to get a really good tip one night, and you're going to go to well, like Cameroon? Like what's going on? He was actually a dishwasher. Oh my God, he's not even. <laughs> So <laughs> let's clarify here. Ooh. He was a dishwasher. So um. this is not even good enough to be a waiter and make more than minimum wage fellow Correct. is gonna wash your dishes right to heaven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so So he so I mean, after all this time he came into the shop and it was I you know, I started saying the normal thank you very, you know. So he came in, and I, I looked up, and I um, I was going to give our normal spiel, welcome to the weirdest little shop in Vegas. And I saw it was him, and I froze. I kind of stayed behind the, the register for a little while, and then I, I decided to approach. And and you could obviously tell. He didn't know I worked here. He, didn't, he knew that I had the other shop because he made a comment on it, um, but didn't know I was here. And he brought in a, a woman with him that looks like all of the women that he's ever showed me photos of. Like, it, it's in a box. In a box, he's got a type. And I fit that type at the time as well, with the mm. red hair, the glasses, uh. you know, it just, it fit. And uh, so he introduced me to her, and there was, like, this weird, awkward, polite hug-ish thing. And then he asked me about my son. Which is not appropriate. No. Not. It was really creepy. Um, so after that, I said, just, you know, look around, do what you're going to do. And I went behind the cash register again, and they didn't stick around very long. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, and I had no idea, and he's not welcome here. Yeah. Like, if he, for some reason, listens to this, let me make this clear, dude, we do not want you here. You are a sick human being, um, and you need to get psychological help where you admit that you are some kind of psychopath. Yeah. And... Uh, learn to have empathy and, you know, lom on to social cues appropriately. Um, and I just, I just don't have time in my life for sick people like that. No, and you can't force yourself on somebody and you can't, I mean, I, he used to just repeatedly tell me that, that he was, he was going to be it. He was the end all be all. And I was going to end up with him. And then, you know, he was going to kiss me like no one, like I've never been kissed before. And I'm like, that's, um, I always, in hindsight, wonder if you're like, all right, let's go. No. Just. Nope. And, you know, it's going to be like limp fish noodles no. and just be like, that's disgusting. Stop. Well, and he was never physically attractive to me at all. Yeah. Like, and that is a killer. Like, you can't fake that. No. No. And there was, he, you know, he reminded me of my dead best friend. He had, he had similar, similar body shape you know he, he had a similar face he some some of the things he said were along similar lines uh a lot more creepy a lot more yeah creepy. i mean it's this is a sick person yeah and I, and i told him that when we first uh started becoming friends or uh, i guess acquaintances more like um that you know you remind me way too much of my of my friend and that's i'm not comfortable with that it's way too close yeah, to who, home who continues to pursue a relationship after you say you remind me of my dead best friend yeah. like it's upsetting to me that you were so much like this person who was dead that i used to care deeply about yeah, like absolutely. most people that would deflate their boner yeah no it it inflated his 
And his ego. And his ego. And so do, is, is he still a dishwasher? Like, you, you probably don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's employed at any of the restaurants or anything in I town. See, I, can't, I can't imagine, like, Master Daddy dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody was going to come in and, like, Christian Grey my world, mm-hmm. I would need them to be, like, a Christian Grey. Like, you are going to have to be my, like, mental, fiscal, and, like, just all-round superior. Yeah, well, and, and not to... I'm being a total dick here. Yeah, oh, yeah, care. yeah. And, and I hate the Christian Grey story because that, that man was also a fucking stalker. Yeah. And, and my language, but... <laughs> oh, we cuss, like, don't worry about oh, that. Oh, God. So, I mean, because that's, that's not that's not appropriate BDSM relationship No, it's all. not. It's at not. All. Like, that needs to be based on a lot of trust. Yes. A lot of mutual respect and, you know... Communication. And if there is ever a no, that is a no. That is not an invitation to, well, maybe I'll keep pursuing and see if it changes her mind. No. A no is a no. Flat out. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You know, sweetheart, some people are not into BDSM, and no matter how much BDSM porn you send them, mm-hmm. they are not going to change their mind and be like, yes, I would like a hook in my butthole. Right. And whether, whether I'm into BDSM or not, I mean, that's beside the point. I was not interested in him. To be my dominant, to be, you know, to be sexually involved with him. Uh, yeah, like, even if it was, like, straight vanilla sex, you were not no, getting on the train. You were not, you were not buying a ticket nope. to Master Daddy Express. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> my, my saving grace was that he travels a lot. He's, he's, in a, he's in a particular show that travels around the United States, and um, so he was gone. He's okay. gone for so long he's not just a dishwasher. No, no, no. He he writes books and uh, and and does the, does a show. Yeah. Okay, and that's that's nice and vague. So yep. there you go. Yep. Yeah, I I I'm so lucky. Like mine was never in person. I have had like workforce harassment. Like I once I've said this before on podcasts. I once had a boss that would not give me day, days off unless I slept with him. And nice this guy. included, like, if I was sick, I was not getting time off because I wasn't sleeping with him. And I was the only person at the job that wasn't sleeping with him. And, like, it ended up, like, at one point, I'm there on Christmas Eve. There's me and a, like, dispatcher. I'm, like, laying... I've got strep throat. I'm laying on the, like, desk, like, half asleep. Nobody's calling. And the owner comes in and is like, why are you here? You're sick. It's Christmas Eve. And I'm like... He's like, go home. God. It's awful. Yeah. And it's... I just... I feel like if you gave this guy any power, he would be that dude. Oh, yeah. I'd be all over it. So... Um, We ran... I ran into him at a, um, a mutual friend's funeral here in town, and um, it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. He would not leave my side. My boyfriend is there with me, my boyfriend, his friends, and Master Daddy came up, and he was hammered. He was absolutely hammered. I'd never seen him that intoxicated before, and he would continually put his hand on my throat. Like, he would grab me, and, and my boyfriend's standing right next to me, and he'd look at me, and, and he understands that I can handle myself, and, and if I felt like I was being really, if I couldn't 
stop this, then he would have stepped in. Um, but it, it was very, very uncomfortable, and he kept making all sorts of sexual comments right next to my boyfriend and his friends and uh, his dead friend. Huh? Who's because this is a funeral, his, right? Yeah, this was this so was a, like... yeah. yeah, this was a memorial service for <laughs> for our mutual friend. <laughs> So uh, our, our really mutual friend is dead. Let's try to get our fuck on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. The timing was so romantic. I just, like, I just could barely hold back my passion for him. <laughs> Not really. Just kidding. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's like, man, like, so you're like, you're bereft. You're crying over this person that's left. And he's like, let me threatened to strangle you oh, and this is going to turn you on at a funeral yeah yeah, no. yeah. it's no. like you're i don't need the mortality reminder thank you no thank you so we left we left early and went home <laughs> jeez yeah and your poor boyfriend because like oh he was he was so good i mean it was he was very very patient with that entire thing and i I had um, told him about Master Daddy before, so he, he knew in advance who this person was, what he was like, and, and what I'd uh, gone through with him. He'd read the book. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to read the book, I'm but gonna I'm going to have to in. borrow it from you because I'm not paying for it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. giving not. that dick money. <laughs> I saw that the price has dropped on, uh, on Amazon. <laughs> I'll leave a review. I'll be like, this guy is a complete psychopath. Absolutely. Oh, the reviews are priceless. It's just disgusting, all these people feeding into the, the story um, of, of this heartbreak that he supposedly uh, felt. You know, the, the passion that, that I fed him and then the heartbreak, the torture. But you didn't feed him anything. This was all in his head. And that's the hardest thing about yeah. stalkers and... and Jason Christopher Hughes, who lives with his in-laws, the Metzgers, on Staten Island in New York State, also would continue on a relationship with me where I'm this, like, cloak-and-dagger bad guy, even though I'm not there. Right. Like, I, I would deal with his bullshit when it popped up. I would live my life mm -hmm. and it was always just long enough that like I hadn't thought of this guy in ages and then he sends me links to the Dallas homeless shelters because he's going to try to get me fired from my job or he's been stalking my LinkedIn and contacted all my clients and told them that I'm like an identity thief and you know well it's just it's it's so stressful because you you second guess everything that you do. I mean, yeah. I, I still second guess accepting going out on that on that outing with him. I, I don't want to call it a date. I won't call it a date. You specifically said it's not this a date. This is not a date, and I I have guilt about that. I'm like, well, maybe I should have just not done that. So I I I'm feeling bad. I'm putting that on myself that this this is my fault. I did this. But so some of this is what's called toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. And toxic, toxic masculinity teaches men that if they relentlessly pursue a woman, they will be rewarded. That a woman is a reward that you fight for. It robs women of their autonomy and it demeans the emotional depth of men. Because you guys can and should accept the word no and become a better person and move on from it. Yeah. If a woman 
repeatedly tells you, I do not want to go out with you, do not continuously pursue it. Like, if your son is harassing a girl he likes, tell him to stop. Absolutely. It's, it's just, I, I've had that. I had that when I was young. This kid would, guy, were, he, I thought he would, you know, we were both really young. He just would not leave me alone and would not leave me alone. And I actually slept with him, mm-hmm. hoping that would make him stop asking. But no, then in his mind, we're in a relationship. I can't tell you how many sexual encounters that I've had because of that where they would just they would push and they would push and they would push and so I would finally give in knowing that once I gave them sex I would never see them again and that is I would eventually give in and that's you know what it really is is rape absolutely it's not no it is not violent you got drugged behind the dumpster and beaten half to death and then raped no but emotionally and technically it's the same thing if you force a no until it turns into a yes if you abuse someone until they just agree to let you do something to their body it's rape yeah i i mean there there were experiences where you know we started intercourse and i changed my mind because it felt wrong and i wanted to stop and he he said quote just let me finish i'm almost done yeah you know, yeah. just, let, just let me finish. Just lay there. Gee, why weren't you having a good time? It sounds like this dude was very attentive to you. I mean, that was my entire 20s. Yeah. Every single sexual encounter I had was like that. I did not want to have sex with any of those people. And it was just, it was, it was push. It was push. And then it was you were push, bullied into it. Yeah. 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 And I feel so guilty. It's like I carry that around. And so I'm really, you know, we need to let that go. It's like there's I'm, the guys that won't accept, like, limits. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if you're not into the BDSM stuff, you have limits. Some women won't give head. Some will not do anal sex. Some don't like vaginal sex. Mm -hmm. Some women don't want you to touch their hair. And if a woman says, I do not want you to go here, that just needs to be respected. Like, you don't get to just slip it in her butt. That's not okay. Right. Um, you, You don't get to, like... Because you know what? If you slip it in her butt, she has the right to slip it in your butt. Oh, for sure. If, if a man says, don't use your teeth on my dick, and she uses her teeth on your dick... That's, that's, that's rape. Yeah, absolutely. It's rape. Yeah. If you tell her, like, this is just a morning boner, and she still takes advantage of it, and you've said no, that is rape. Yeah. This is where this can happen. And it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship, if you're married, or if you're, you know, if you're having free sex with other people... It does not matter. Just because you're with somebody doesn't give you the right to have sex with them. Um, your partner can still say no. So I'm guessing you never involved law enforcement. Never. Do you regret that? That's a tough one. I, because I, I guess my brain is trying to rationalize what would what would qualify for for me to contact law enforcement. I mean, he never, he never physically touched me. You know, he never, I don't know, he never came See, to my house when, when I didn't want him there. This so is it, what I have learned over the years. And harassment starts when you tell someone to stop contacting you and they persist. So that is the first step law enforcement is going to want to see to start with a, uh, a stalking case right. or, uh, you know, harassment case is usually kind of what it's called. Mm. 
Um, so I had to, under the direction of officers and CCing them, tell Jason Christopher Hughes of Staten Island, New York, who has pled guilty to felony charges and is going to be uh, punished in September, supposedly, I had to tell him, stop contacting me, my work, and my husband. You had to have that, that trail. Yeah. yeah. And so I did that, and then he persisted. He even at one point started harassing one of the Dallas police officers that I had CC'd and had said, hey, you need to stop this. He accused him of spoofing a Dallas police address and started stalking the dude. Wow. And after that, the Dallas police were not fucking helpful to me. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't helpful to start off, but he just, like, cut me off. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, so... And this this person would actually send me clients, like, send me... um, You were a massage therapist? No, uh, no, No. for my my business. Okay, so the one you currently have. Yes, the one I currently own. But that is dirty and wrong, and you need to stop doing. Yes, so he he would send women that he was seeing to me to have custom jewelry made, you know, for their birthdays or for their anniversaries, you know, and in hindsight, it was just another form of control that it was another form that he could, he could stay in my life, essentially, you know, if, if he sends me these leads, you know, I'm going through him or I'm going through these women that he knows making them jewelry, the contact is still there. So hindsight's he 20, 20, comes back in you need to follow it up with, I never want you to contact or come near me again. Because at that point, Nevada actually has really loose uh, restraining order laws. Mm -hmm. And he needs to pay for this, Crystal. Like, this is not okay. It sounds like you have lived in fear. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. And and I was was fearful of running into him for a while. And, uh, you know, that's not okay. No. I mean, the, I mean, the entire day after he left, I was just, I felt gross. I felt gross, and I was, I thought, I thought he was going to come back. Yeah, know? and as soon as you told me, I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. It's another Jason Christopher Hughes of oh, Staten yeah. Island, New York, who's also lived in Seattle and Austin. Oh. <laughs> These guys are just disgusting. Google Staten Island Satan for more information. <laughs> um... Yeah, and it's not just men. There are female stalkers. Oh, for Women sure. do this, too. And yeah. it's it's a weird combination of obsessive-compulsive disorder and psychopathic behavior. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, if you're listening to this and you're at any point in a stalker relationship, because it's a relationship you can't help, mm-hmm. um, you need to establish harassment by sending them a cease and desist and then you need to move towards a restraining order and having the police involved. Like every time he had a flare up in Dallas, I would make sure the local cops in my apartment complex had photos of him in case he showed up. Right. Um, thank God he never did. And the reality is a restraining order is not going to make it better. No. It is not gonna make it stop in most cases. In some cases it even makes it worse but you have to have that to really start to prosecute them. And part of the problem with Jason is the state of Texas will not serve electronic cease and desist or restraining orders. So he has to be served personally. Personally, and I did not have an address for him until somebody set that car on fire in Austin. Wow. 
Um, and at that point, several women served him with cease and desists and uh, restraining orders, depending on what state it's in. But that's the thing I would encourage you and anybody that lives in Nevada is it's super easy. It's like 50 bucks. They don't like in Texas, they have to have contacted you at least five times after you say no. Nevada, it's not even that. So you could very easily have a restraining order against this guy, especially seeing how he wrote a fucking book about you. Oh, yeah. Like, that is just so crazy. Signed it and sent it to me. So crazy. I got it in the mail. (laughs) Yeah, this guy started attacking one of the... Jason started attacking one of the fellow stalker victims, I know, who goes by Rachel Haywire. Um... He got one of her books pulled off of Amazon because he harassed Amazon so much in the comments sections. He is banned from LiveJournal. He's banned from Tumblr. Like, if he makes an account and they think it's him, they take it down. Wow. Um, I mean, I had to actually... He wrote several pages about how I was a white supremacist and in collusion with Rachel Maddow. <laughs> what? He also claimed that Rachel Haywire was a white supremacist and in collusion with Rachel Maddow, which is hilarious because Rachel Haywire is Jewish. <laughs> it's like you know, the Jewish white supremacist yeah, is hanging out with the other white supremacists. That's not how that works. Not how that works at all. Anyways, he he put up pages like he would uh, take out like me or my husband's name and. Uh, I, I frame in the Stormfront webpage, which is a white supremacy bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Guess how I know this. Uh, never mind. Uh, if you do that, it's not really good for SEO. Jason, you stupid fuckwit who doesn't know what he's fucking doing with the internet, which is why you're in jail, you little piss ant. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Joy. Yeah, because, you know, if he contacts me now, he's in so much trouble. Oh, I'm sure. Um, it's like not that you want him to contact. I do not you, want. You, I never you, want to hear from that no. ass butt again. <laughs> but it's like, just, but if he just does, do if he does. He's going to federal pound me in the ass prison. That's what he needs. It sounds like he's going to federal pound me in the ass prison for at least a couple of years. One of the reasons sentencing gets pushed back is how many people have written um, victim statements about this guy. Like so there's a lot to go through. Yes, and there are multiple pages. And, like, you, I pulled up for you the, like, folders I have of his emails. Like, I think this one year is, like, 20 of them. And these are the ones he was sending to my boss. Like... And it's just... It's so stressful. So stressful. Yeah, and it's just... And it was amazing how just... Everything he did, he would turn it around and make it sound like it was me. Mm-hmm. He's the victim. Yeah, he's the victim. Mm-hmm. We're stalking You're torturing him. him. You're torturing We're stalking him. I'm breaking him. his heart. And then, like... And then for people to feed into it, because that's... that's he manipulates so well that all these other people feed into it and then now I'm this monster I'm this monstrous woman you're this monstrous woman oh yeah here's one of his web pages that I archived oh wow Vanessa Van Alstein stinks Thomas J. Hawkins is a mindless chimp we stalk his family I'm a stalker and a compulsive liar I am mentally ill and unemployable poverty case who has taken upon herself to defame his person with childish bizarre and quite absurd lies 
Further, she's stalking my wife and close family by actually public. Uh, just a bunch of bullshit. It's Criminal like, liable and harassment. Can't he get in trouble for those kinds of statements? I mean. So I looked into civilly suing him. Um, because this is so ridiculous and has hurt me financially. For sure. Uh, he's not worth anything. Really? So it would be like a twenty, thirty thousand dollar lawsuit to sue someone who has to live with his in-laws because he's such an idiot fuckboy. Right. And, it, it, you, and you lose so, like, the yeah, you what's the, the what's the point? Yeah. I uh, yeah, I was trying to see if I could. Let me see if I can find one of his letters that uh, got him on the got him before the feds because it turned out one of the women and I, I have no idea who the people are that he eventually went down over um, one of them was a childhood pen pal who started writing him in the fourth grade became disturbed with what he was responding with mm -hmm and tried to stop it but he refused he even went so far as to send her letters threatening to s kill the school she was teaching at overseas like murder all of the children what? he wrote another woman a letter on how to make a human owl um a human owl yes okay uh let's Ooh. see here it's it's really disturbing a human owl I'm just trying to picture it. Yeah, like just Satan. You don't spell it Satan. I should have probably like prepped this before. And no, Staten Island Staten. What the fuck is that? No, that's not right. Staten. You should spell Satan right. That would be Vanessa Google stuff. Everybody's favorite part of this. Yeah, there's there's him. That's him, Jason. Oh, gross. That's Amy, his <gasps> wife. No. Yeah, she looks like a troll doll. No. She looks like a fucking troll doll. And he does got she feed on... into this? Does she yeah, encourage she, him? She... I mean, I mean, they've been together for like, oh, you know, at least as long as I've known him. It's wow. there was his picture that was on the Staten Island newspaper. I love those little like matrixy glasses. Mm -hmm. Like it's not 1994 anymore. Okay, how to make your own pet owl. If you are really easily disturbed, I would not listen to this part. Take one human, smash the arms, legs, knees with a sledgehammer, bend the twisted legs around in a perch in a large iron cage. His spelling and grammar is really bad, oh, so this atrocious. is hard. Bind the limbs so they grow into place and sort of peg tube directly into the stomach for liquid feeding. Nasal feeding gets in the way of the next stage. Bust out all of the teeth, remove the tongue. Binding is a nice option at this stage, but you might want to wait on that to set the unfinished owl in front of a large mirror for some weeks. Cut the cheeks midline, break the lower jaw, and collapse the palate. At this point, a stomach tube might be left with the facial remains formed into a beak. Keep a bucket underneath your new owl to catch waste. Have fun poking your owl with thin, sharp bamboo slivers. Keep the owl on constant multiple antibiotics and switch them up so skin sepsis doesn't set in. He sent that to one of the women that he would... There was two women he was convicted of stalking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it's... Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, and like, like once again, look at that Ugo. No. Yeah, no. we're not in the same. So yeah, that was years of that bullshit. He threatened to drive up to Michigan to shoot me at one point. The police wouldn't take it seriously as a death threat. I was told that threatening to take a pound of my flesh was not a threat. Was that not a threat? It's not a threat. I even sat down and explained Shakespeare to the damn officer. He's like, I know King Lear. And I'm like, go away. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Just go the fuck away. Wow. And yeah, so that's... The good news is, if you're going through stalking, there is life afterwards. Eventually, this is gonna stop. Yep. Um, Hopefully, they go to jail sometimes people die i hate to say that but like there's more than one unfortunate truth i mean a stalker shot ronald reagan to try to impress um oh what's her name that was in a taxi driver that's now the famous actress she was like 12 at the time jodie foster yes yeah and it's he would call her at harvard like he got her number and would call her and she's like i don't want anything to do with you you're a fucked up little weirdo Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Extreme cases are definitely out there. Yeah, and it's so don't... When people tell you that you... Because you will hear, like, what did you do? How did you encourage this? Mm -hmm. Why did he start doing this to you? Like, it's your fucking fault. Or even her, because sometimes, once again, this is women. um, Like, there's nothing you did. There's nothing you could have done to stop it. There's nothing you could have done to prevent it. The reality is you encountered this ugly weird person at the exact moment they needed to become fixated on you yeah and in my example you don't even have to meet them in person they can just show up and start fucking with your life and completely destroy your life you know what he didn't destroy my life he sure tried but i'm never going to give him that because that's exactly what he wanted and fuck him right fair enough and it's i can't believe that guy was telling you that you're like screwed up somehow and He's going to, like, beat the screwed up out of you? Um, I, I used to... <laughs> I'm just still, like, I can't get over this. Like the, the, one, of the, one of the scenarios was I was going to be put in a closet on... And I would have to kneel on metal coat hangers. I would have to remain on my knees in a closet, in a dark closet, on these, on these coat hangers. And that was going to cure me. Ooh, well, if that's, <laughs> that's the definition of sexy... <laughs> Man, I, uh, I'm not bringing that back. Mm. Not bringing that back at all. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I like, and I, I can just see it in my head. I just see, see everything in my head. It's, that's gross. Yeah, it's that's gross. Uh, yeah, like it's, it doesn't sound like he even cares if, like, you know, you have mutual kinks. You're just gonna do what he says, mm-hmm. that I, I'm and that's just gonna going make to... you a magical, happy person. Mm-hmm. Does this work with other women? Like, do you think these other chicks are like, yes, fix me, master daddy? I don't know. I can't. Ugh. Well, most of these other women, it seems like they've had they, they're they're in relationships. You know, they're seeing other men or other other people, and then he comes in. And becomes the, like a side, side piece, okay. but and but okay. but they're dominant. They're dominant side piece. I don't know how it works. I don't want to know how it. So works. was he gonna like planning on continue to do that while y'all were together? Like in his mind, were you just gonna be okay with him like sleeping with half the countryside? That was that was. The plan. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. 
every girl loves to hear that you're going to cheat on them. Uh-huh. And I mean, like, I get but that. I had to be dedicated. There's, of course, it was you, you, yes. the only cock you can want is his cock. Absolutely. Clearly, clearly, because that's, I mean. It's disgusting. And you know what? I will not diss on poly relationships. There are happy, healthy poly relationships. To repeat, this man is sick. Absolutely. You, yep. If you listen to this, you need to get help. You are a couple of steps away from Jason. The, the, really, the only difference between that guy and Jason Christopher Hughes is harassing emails and decades of being an internet troll. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I'm just guessing this guy just isn't as old as Jason. <laughs> I want to say he's, uh, he's probably 46 or 47 now. Okay, yeah, actually, they're about the same age. That's yeah. funny. Okay, I guess he's just not as good as the internet. No. I mean, he's a, a dishwasher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a traveling performer dishwasher. You know, I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed. Jason funded his life by going to Goodwills and stuff and scanning books and reselling them on Amazon and oh eBay. Oh, God. And I think that's the job that he so, so desperately has to have the internet for. I kind of feel like... Um, they need to take that right away from him. He needs to not be able to be on I the agree. Internet. I agree. And I, I feel like he needs to serve time in a federal prison. Yes. If not, an, I, I keep saying, like, mental institution, he needs psychological help. I would actually really like to see, for Jason's wife's sake at least, him becoming a healthier person and maybe taking some of this intelligence that let him harass people and harness it for good. No, but that's that's me happen. being idealistic and yeah no it's probably never going to happen but i can have that wish for him yeah. like i sincerely hope you finally getting caught makes you stop being such a lame ass fuck boy grow up take this as a chance to spend the second half of your life healthy and happy and not some it's obsessed deranged little ass butt Mm -hmm. obsessed about your wife yeah it's she stood through you with all this good lord the person who chose you yeah you report in so many emails to like love and defend her so much why don't you just focus on her absolutely though maybe i don't know maybe at that point she'll get fed up and leave him well, and who knows the backstory with that one yeah. and how much involvement she has as well. I mean, well, she's so. got to be a little woo-woo herself. Because she's aided and abetted it for long enough. Right. And trust me, Jason, I looked into suing her too. She doesn't have any money either. <laughs> yeah, because... So, I think that this has been an odd Nevada. I'm Vanessa. I'm Christelle. Not the champagne. Much classier. Indeed. Yes. All right. (laughs) You guys have a great rest of the day. Bye. Bye.